This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. Good morning. Happy Wednesday, besties. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. And thank you guys so much for being so understanding about me not having an episode out last week. If you follow me on social media, then you will have seen that I was very unhinged. I was mentally unhinged. I was physically unhinged. I was just very unwell. And I will get into why in a minute. But before we actually get into this episode, I do want to say, please, if you love this podcast, rate it five stars, review it. If you have a friend who's been thinking, mm, I kind of need a new episode, I need a new podcast, I need something new to listen to, recommend this one. Recommend this podcast to them, share it on your stories. I absolutely love seeing you guys listen to the episodes. I love it when you guys recommend this podcast to friends. It's so, it's so sweet and it's so nice and I... I'm just so obsessed with all of you. So please make sure you do that. But if you have seen on my social media this past week, I have been unwell. I had two dissertation chapters due. If you don't know, I'm currently doing a PhD in bioethics. And I had two dissertation chapters due that I've been working on all summer. I've been working on them all summer. And then the week that they were due, I said, mm, maybe it's time for me to sit down and actually kind of grind them out. Maybe it's time for me to actually get my shit together and focus on this. But I also decided to be a psychopath and I picked up extra shifts at work and they were all night shifts. So my two dissertation chapters were due on a Friday. They were due on Friday and I worked Wednesday night. I worked Thursday so I'm sitting in the hospital at like three in the morning, typing away. I am literally a writing fanatic. I am grinding it out because I'm panicked because these are big chapters. Like these are big, big papers that I have to write. They're research papers. I can't just make stuff up off the top of my head, which is very unfortunate. And I have to find the sources. And if you're in academics, or even if you're just writing research papers for shits and gigs, then you'll probably understand that 98% of the pain of writing these papers is finding the sources and finding the info. Like it is the absolute worst thing ever and it's so time consuming. But I came home from night shift on Thursday morning. I slept until maybe 11. I woke up and I just started writing and I wrote literally the entire day until 4 a.m. and I submitted my papers at 4 in the morning and they're done. They're graded. I did really well on them. Thank God. Like, thank God. But I now don't have that anxiety and I feel so much better. And if you're in school or you're doing something and you know when you have like 
so much stress on something and then all of a sudden it's done and you write the exam or you submit the paper and you are kind of confused because you're like, now what? That's where I'm at. I do start fall semester in two weeks. So I have two weeks to kind of relax, have a little bit of fun. And then the grind starts again, but for right now, I'm loving it. I'm also super excited because on Saturday, I get to fly home. I get to go home. I get to be home for 10 days, which is a really long time for me. Normally, I go home for like two to three days. So I get to go home. It's my Nana's 90th birthday, and my Nana's an icon. My Nana is my favorite person in the entire world. She wears leopard fur hats all the time, fur coats, these like huge ass ugly brooches, but she makes them look cool. She is literally everyone, like everything that I want to aspire to be. But so she's turning 90, and we are having a huge surprise party for her, which I'm like, should we should we be surprising a 90-year-old lady? Is that medically safe? I don't know, but everyone's coming in for it. My cousins are all flying in. My aunts and uncles are flying in. My brother and I are both flying in. All these people are coming together. I think we have like 100 people coming to this party. My Nana apparently has a lot more friends than I do, but I'm super excited. I get to see all my family and friends that I haven't seen in a hot minute, and I get to just celebrate the person that I love the most. But I'm super excited. I get to see my little brother. I haven't seen him in forever, and I just get to go home for a little bit and hang out with my family and hang out with my dog and regroup, and I think that's so important, especially... Because if you did click on this episode and you saw the title, then you will know that I am really going through it. I am very confused as to what I'm doing in life. This week's episode is going to be kind of just an open, honest chat with you guys. I feel like it's needed. I feel like a lot of us kind of need this right now, especially turning 25, I don't know what it was, but I'm kind of having a quarter-life crisis. I'm not really sure what my passions are. I'm not really sure what my goals are, and I just need to talk it out, and I think that a lot of people need to hear it, and I think a lot of people need to talk their situations out too. Girlies, when you're first starting a business, you have enough to worry about. The stress is overwhelming, and there's absolutely no reason you should be adding any more. Luckily for us, Shopify is here to help. Shopify has all the tools to power and build your business to the next level. It grows with your business, no matter how far or big you grow. Thanks to an endless list of integration and third-party apps, anything you can think of from on-demand printing to accounting to chatbots, everything you need to revolutionize your business, they have. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and they are the global force behind Allbirds, Linen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. As a WTTC listener, you can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash WTTC all lowercase. Again, go to shopify.com slash WTTC now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, 
shopify.com slash WTTC. Okay, girlies, we are talking about our favorites once again. If you've ever had an embarrassing BO moment, Lumi is here to help. Lumi is powered by mandelic acid to control odor in a new way. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control from everywhere, including your pits, your feet, and yes, even your privates. And fun fact, but it was actually a patient's concern about their private odor that originally inspired the OBGYN who invented Lumi. I currently have the toasted coconut deodorant, and let me tell you, it is my absolute favorite, and it smells so good. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers, and it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code WTTC for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's WTTC at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. So let me give you guys a little bit of background. I am currently doing my PhD in bioethics, as we know. I own my clothing brand, Healthridge Collective. I am also applying to med school this cycle. And then, of course, I have the podcast. But lately, I have kind of been thinking, what if I don't want to go to med school? What if that's not actually something that I want to do? And keep in mind, this is something that I have thought I was going to do since I was little. This is something that I've grown up telling everyone, I want to be a doctor. I have done everything academically and all my volunteering and all my extracurriculars for medicine. Everything that I have done has been in order to get me into med school. And so if you don't know, the first time I applied, I applied in 2020, right when the pandemic hit. I got rejected. I got accepted to one med school in Australia, but obviously I couldn't go to Australia as much as I wanted to because the Canadian border decided to close. But now I'm reapplying and I'm kind of having this feeling of, is this necessarily what I want to be doing? I have a lot of anxiety, one, that I'm not going to get in again. I have a lot of anxiety that I'm not going to get in. I don't know if I can mentally handle that. Two, I'm like, do I really want to go to school for so many more years? Is this something that I actually want to do or is this something that I have just grown up thinking this is what I'm going to do? With my PhD in bioethics, I, I'm very passionate about a lot of things. I'm very passionate about human rights. I'm very passionate about healthcare. Obviously, I do love medicine. It's my favorite thing ever. I think it's so fucking cool. But I'm like... Should I get a job at the World Health Organization in like infectious disease and help build policies? Do I want to have some sort of goal that I'm on stages talking about ethics and talking about human rights and advocating for them? I just, I feel so lost. I don't know what I'm necessarily supposed to do. And 
I think it's important for me to talk about this because I understand that from the outside looking in, you might look at the career path that I have, you might look at my clothing brand or me going to school and you might think that I know exactly what I'm doing and you might think that I know exactly what career path I want to go on and exactly where I want to be in 10 years, but I have absolutely no idea. So many people ask me, they're like, if Helfrich Collective, actually not if, we're manifesting, when Helfrich Collective blows up, would you want to do that full time? Would you quit going to school and would you work on Helfrich Collective full time? And I always said, well, why can't I do both? Like, why can't I go to med school and run a business? And a thousand percent I can. But now I'm thinking about it, I'm like, do I want to be doing that? When Helfrich Collective becomes a huge household name, do I actually want to still go to med school or would I be happy just building this brand and getting to run it? Because it's really fun and I have a lot of aspirations and a lot of goals for it. And I've just been going through a crisis lately on trying to figure out what it is exactly that I want. And if you clicked on this episode, then I'm sure you kind of feel the same. I feel very lost and confused, and I'm not necessarily sure what I should be doing, and I'm not really sure what the next few years of my life look like. I feel like I have a lot of passions, and I feel like I am spreading myself a little thin with all these different passions that I have, and I honestly feel like I'm not excelling at any of them. And if I ask my mom and I talk to my mom, she tells me I'm doing well and I'm doing fine. But just for me, when I'm looking at all these things that I'm doing, I feel like I'm not doing well at them. I feel like I'm not focusing on one aspect and I'm not dividing my attention equally and I'm not putting enough effort into each thing. And I'm just trying to do so many things, but I'm not doing what I should be doing at all of them. And this very well could just be in my head. This could just be me being hard on myself, thinking I'm not good at anything and I suck and all of that. And I'm actually, in hindsight, doing great at all these different aspects. But I've just been going through this time lately where I'm kind of thinking, what do I actually want to do? Like, what is it that's going to make me happy? And If you're like me at all, you've grown up in a family where they have standards. They have certain standards and certain expectations, and that's sort of been ingrained in me. Not necessarily that people put pressure on me and tell me me what I should and shouldn't be doing, but inherently, this is ingrained in me, and I feel like I need to live up to a certain standard. I also think that society makes us feel like we have to have it all figured out. I'm 25, and if you would have asked me when I was like 15 what 10 years would look like, I would tell you I would be in med school or I'd be a full-fledged doctor right now. I would probably be married. I would probably have bought a house. I would have moved somewhere else. I would be doing... I'd literally have a completely different life. Nothing that I thought I would be doing in 10 years am I doing right now. And that just kind of goes to show how quickly life can change and how quickly things can happen. I mean, if we've learned anything in the past few years, it's that you never know what's happening. You never know what's going to happen. And a lot of the things that I am doing now, I never thought would happen to me. I never thought I would be doing this. Even my PhD, I went into this program only wanting to do a master's 
only wanting to do a two years master's program. That was it. I hated the idea of a PhD. I thought a PhD was so stupid. I thought it was like the least academic thing, which is so dumb because literally a PhD is like so fucking hard. It's, oh my God, it's so hard. But I did not want to do a PhD at all. I did not think it was a cool thing. I had no interest in doing it. And then once I was in this program, I was like, hmm, maybe I should just like continue and do a PhD. Like, why would I not? So a lot of the things that happened to me are things that one, I never thought I would be doing or two, that I actively did not want to be doing and just life has changed, things have changed and now here I am. But being 25, I feel like I look at all these other people and look at all these other girls and people on Instagram and everyone else. And I feel like they have everything figured out. I feel like they know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly what their plan is. And I'm starting to crumble not knowing what I'm doing, not knowing what path I'm supposed to take, not knowing where I'm going to end up in life. And I feel like we all kind of have this innate fear. I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this. That I feel like I'm running out of time. I feel like I'm running out of time. I should have had so much more done and established at this point in my life. And the fact that I don't gives me a lot of anxiety and I start to have a lot of fear and have a lot of questions. And that makes it even scarier to want to change your career path. That makes it even scarier to want to try something new because you feel like, shit, I'm running out of time. I need to have all these things accomplished and all these goals accomplished and all these things established and set in stone at this age. And so I can't flip anything or I can't try something new because that's going to disrupt everything that I'm supposed to be building. But I think we all need to realize like most of us are in our 20s. Dude, we are so young. (laughs) We are so, so young and we can change our mind and we can start a new career path and we can start a new a new life and a new journey and I know it's very very scary to do it but I think we all need to kind of just like reflect on ourselves like this is what we're all gonna do we're all gonna sit and we're all gonna think what is it that I truly want cut out all the noise cut out everyone around you and think like what is it that I want to do what is it that it's going to make me happy And I don't mean what's going to make you happy in 10 years. I think that we all need to really live in the moment. Like we are all going to think, what can I do every single day to feel happy, accomplished, healthy, productive, enjoy life? What is it that I can do right now in this moment? If you're anything like me, then you think long-term. I am a very long-term person. I'm not a very instant gratification type of person. I think what's going to happen in 10, 15, 20 years. And as amazing as it is to have a goal and have a dream and have this life plan ahead of you, things change. Things change and we need to learn to be adaptable. We need to learn to flip on a dime because you never know what's going to happen. And so what I'm really going to focus on now is what can I do in this moment to feel good and feel confident? I need to think day by day and not necessarily year by year or month to month. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. 
Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. We need to put things in motion. I'm not saying give up on everything and don't work hard at stuff because you're not really sure what you want to do in life. I'm saying that we need to still put effort into things and we just need to casually see where it goes. My biggest issue is that I put so much emphasis on the end goal and I put so much emphasis on where is this going to be. Like with Helfrich Collective, for example, I get so much anxiety because I think, where is this going to be in 10 years? Like, is this still going to happen? Are we going to not have a business anymore? Is it going to be a big business? What's going to happen with it? How many people are we going to employ? And I start to spiral because I'm thinking too, too far ahead. We're really... I should just be thinking in this moment and I should be thinking, okay, one, this is fun to do. I love doing this. Two, what am I going to do to help it grow? Three, how am I going to reach more people? Four, how are we going to do our next launch? What photos are we going to take? I need to think more in the now and less long-term goals because those long-term goals, yeah, they're great to have and yeah, you should have these goals and aspirations. I'm not saying don't do that, but I am saying that sometimes that's going to stress you out. And sometimes you're going to become so focused on that and you're going to start working out of a place of lack and a place of fear. And if we've learned anything from manifestation, it's that you never want to come from a place of lack. You always want to come from a place of abundance and you always want to come from a place of confidence and acting like you already have it. And when I start to think way too far in advance and way too far in the future, I get very fearful and I get very scared. And inherently, that's going to affect my manifestations. That's going to affect my day-to-day. That's going to affect the way that I act every day and my mannerisms and what actions I take. When I start to get stressed out about school and I start to stress out about the future and I don't know what to do, one, I get a pit in my stomach. I get very anxious. I have a literal chronic pit in my stomach all the time because I'm so stressed out about it. And that affects what I do every day. That affects me sleeping, first and foremost. That affects the food that I want to eat. That affects how productive I'm going to be at school. That affects my day-to-day and the actions that I take and the steps that I'm taking towards the school. And because of that, I'm not going to accomplish my goal when I'm sitting at home watching TV instead of working on a paper because I'm so stressed out. And that's something I had to realize is I need to just not focus so, so much on the future and just really work on who I am right now and being the best version of myself in this moment because ultimately I will end up where I need to end up. I don't know if you've all seen the TikTok audio trend that's like, I trust the universe so much that my response to everything is it's fine. That's something I'm really trying to embody. I've listened to this audio like seven times. Like I will literally listen to it on repeat because I have to remind myself that everything's going to work out the way it's supposed to. Look at your life 10 years ago. 
and look at your life now and tell me if you are doing exactly what you thought you would be doing to a T. Yeah, you can have like the job that you thought you would have or you could be at school for what you think you'd be in school, but look at every single aspect of your life. Is it exactly the way that you thought it would be? And if it is, one, what are you doing? Because how did you do that? And if it's not, then that's very normal because all of us, well, most of us, aren't living the life that we thought we would be living at this age. And we're not doing exactly the things that we thought we would be doing. Look at any influencer, for example. Any person who is technically an influencer. 10 years ago, that wasn't even a thing. So I don't think that they would have assumed that this is what they would have been doing. Someone once told me that the most interesting people are the ones who have so many different paths in life. They are the people who try something and it doesn't work out, so they try something new and they just keep trying at new things. And these experiences that we go through help shape who we are and give us a perspective on life and all the things that have happened to me and have led me to this point, 1000% have made me the person that I am today. I think about it all the time. If I grew up differently or if I grew up in a different situation, would I be the same person? And probably not. If I grew up and people in high school weren't mean to me, would I be the same person? Probably not. Would I have achieved the same things? Probably not. And I have to just remind myself that everything that I go through is helping to shape who I'm going to be later on in life. It's a very scary thing not necessarily knowing what you're doing. It's a very scary thing not necessarily knowing where you're going to end up in life and what you're going to end up doing and what career path you're going to have and you feel like time's wasting and you feel like you have so much that you need to accomplish by a certain age and you can't do it. I get it. I 1000% get this. I feel it to my core. I feel so confused and so lost and I'm not sure what I'm I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be doing in life. And I have to really just sit with myself and be like that's okay. That's okay. I'm not supposed to have it all figured out. As much as some people put pressure on me to have it figured out and as much as society puts pressure on me to have it figured out and even myself, I put pressure on me to figure it out. It's very normal to not know what you're doing. It's very normal, especially in our 20s. This is our time to experiment with literally everything. This is our time to try whatever and see what happens. And even if I'm 80, I can still decide that I want to change my path. And I've said this in a podcast before. I'm pretty sure I said it in my 24 things I've learned in 24 years, but I was really stressed out and I was talking to a friend about how I am scared to go to med school because by the time I go to med school and I become an attending and I finish residency and fellowships and all this stuff, I'm going to be later on in life. I'm probably going to be 40, to be honest, at that point. And I was like, that's way too late in life to become a doctor. At the age of 40, that's so late. Like, should I even be doing this? I'm not sure. And I started to spiral. And what they said to me was that you're going to be 40 anyways. No matter what, you're going to age, you're going to be 40. So do you want to be doing something that you are passionate about and something that you love? Or do you want to be doing something that you settled for? 
And that is one of the things that has stuck with me so much that no matter what, you are going to age and you are going to be that age. And you can choose to change your life and do something that makes you happy. Or you can choose to do something that you settled for, that you're not really loving, that's not really fulfilling you. But no matter what, you're going to be that age. So age should not play a factor in it, which is way easier said than done because we grow up in a society and are surrounded by people who think that we need to accomplish so many things by a certain age. And then also, if you're anything like me, I compare myself to a lot of other people. And I look at a lot of people who might be or already be doctors and they're 25 years old. And I'm like, how the fuck are you already a doctor? Like, you are insane. Like, what the actual fuck? I, like, don't understand it. Or I look at people on social media who have built these whole businesses at a younger age than me. And I'm like, I am so behind in life. I need to get my shit together. But you also need to realize that your timing is your timing. You're on your own timeline and no one else should influence that. And I am a very strong advocate of what's meant for you will happen for you. And I want you to think back on your life and think at all these other things. And the way that I think about it is if I went to med school when I first applied, if I got in and I tried to go to med school, my life would be so different. I would have never met my boyfriend. I would have never met my best friends. I probably wouldn't have moved to Pittsburgh. I would have never started Helfrich Collective. This podcast would be non-existent. And in that moment when I didn't get accepted, I thought my life was over. I thought my life was over. I thought that I wasn't going to amount to anything I thought academically, I was the stupidest person in the entire world. I was panicked about what age I would get into med school. I felt like life was passing me by. And I was super panicked about literally everything. Because originally, that was my timeline. Originally, this is my goal and this is what I thought was going to happen. And so when it doesn't, you start to panic and get like flustered. But I had to learn to be adaptable. I had to learn to change my path a little bit. That doesn't mean I still won't go to med school. We don't know what I'm going to do. I might still go to med school and it might be later on, but then I have all these other things that I have done leading up to that. And I have all these other passions that I've got to explore and experience. And I look at it now and I'm like, if I would have went to med school the first time, I don't think I would be as happy as I am. One, I don't think that I would have been good in med school. I think that I was emotionally unhinged. I don't think I had the work ethic and the focus that I necessarily needed to go to med school at that time. I don't think that I could have mentally and emotionally handled the stress very well. I think I was dealing with a lot of other things that would have really impacted the way that I performed in med school. I don't think I would have focused as hard as I could have. I just don't think I would have thrived. I honestly don't think I would have done very well. And it's easy to look back on it and think that, but I want you to look back and think about something that you thought was the end of the world and you thought it was not going to work out. And look at you now. And look at where you're at and think about, was this a good thing that this happened? I mean, even with a breakup, 
breakups suck. They're so hard. But then once you get over it and you get past it, I look back on my breakups and I'm like, this was the best thing for me. It helped shape who I am. It helped me become a better person. It kind of spiraled a lot of events in my life that were so crucial and so critical to help me get to where I am right now. And if those things didn't happen, I don't think I would be the same person. I definitely would not be in the same place that I'm in. Every single thing that happens in your life leads you to where you're supposed to be. But if you would have asked me 10 years ago, actually 10 a little much. If you would have asked me five years ago, I would have told you that I would be married to a certain boy that I was dating. I would have told you very different things about my life. And I don't think I would have been happy. I don't think I would have amounted to my true potential if those things actually worked out the way that they, or the way that I thought they would. And so all of this to say is that it's okay if you don't know what you're doing. (laughs) It's okay if you don't know what path you're supposed to take and you don't know where you're going to end up and you don't know necessarily what your 5, 10, 15 year plan is going to be. That is very, very much okay. And a lot of us are in the same situation. And if there's someone who literally has every single thing figured out in their life, I don't understand. I don't understand because so many things happen and so many things can just completely flip your plan and do a 180 and you just have to adapt and you have to grow with it. But I just don't want anyone to feel like shit for not knowing what they're doing. And I want us to all really take a grain of salt with every single person that we're looking at and comparing ourselves to because a lot of us are confused. A lot of us don't really know what we're doing. A lot of us in our 20s are just trying to figure it out and go day by day. And like I said, that's what we're going to focus on. We're going to focus on living in the moment and living in the now and having fun and having these experiences and not putting so much emphasis on our future plans. Again, like I said, it's always important to have goals. It's always important to have aspirations, but you can't make that your only focus because it's literally going to drive you nuts and working on these day by day little habits and these small daily activities and these small daily goals are ultimately going to propel us to where we want to be. These small habits are going to make us the person that we want to be. Just like I've said in my that girl episodes and I've talked about it a lot, but these little actions that we take every day are going to force us to become the person that we want to be in life. And when we become this person, we're ultimately going to end up where we're we're meant to end up. We're going to end up doing what it is that we're supposed to be doing and what it is that really fuels us and drives us and gives us passion. I know I'm a broken record at this point, I get it, but I really just want this to hit home for everyone. I want you to all know that one, we're all fucked up. We're all going through something. We're all trying to figure stuff out. None of us know what we're doing. We have no idea. We're all just going day by day and we're all just trying our best. And it is very normal to be in your 20s, be in your 30s, be in your 40s and not necessarily have a plan. 
and not know what you're doing with your life and just trying different things and learning from different things. And ultimately, we will figure out what it is that we're supposed to be doing. And we could be 80, like I said, and think that you have this whole career, you had this whole life, and you <laughs> you decide, I actually want to try something new. And that's normal. And that's okay. And that's just part of life. And that's part of evolving. And that's part of growing. And I feel like a lot of the time we feel alone in this. I've felt very alone in this. I felt like a lot of people kind of look at me and they think that I have everything figured out. And they think that I know exactly what I'm doing with school. Or they think that I know exactly what I'm doing with Helfrich Collective. Or they just think that I have a whole plan and I'm like so well off and I'm so situated in what I'm supposed to be doing when really I've been having huge, huge breakdowns about this all the time because I don't actually know what I'm supposed to be doing. I have no idea what my actual passions are and I have no idea where I want to end up and what school avenue I want to go to and what job I want to end up having and if I want to actually even go to school anymore, or if I want to focus more of it on Helfrich Collective, and then I have the stress of, is this business even going to work out? Should I not be going to school? And maybe this doesn't actually turn out the way it's supposed to. So just know that everyone is going through it. And I just never want you guys to feel like you're alone. That's my big thing is A lot of podcasts or a lot of social media influencers, a lot of people can kind of make you feel very isolated and make you feel like what you're going through, no one else is experiencing. And I've very much felt this way the past little while with not necessarily having everything figured out. And I compare myself to all these other people who I think do have it figured out. And it's not necessarily that they know exactly what they're doing in life either. It's just it's not really talked about that you can be in your 20s and just very confused and very lost. And I just never want you guys to feel like you are the only person going through this or that there's something wrong with you for feeling this way. I think that's a huge thing is a lot of the time we feel guilty for the way that we feel. And we should never feel like we are not allowed to feel a certain way and we should never feel like we're not allowed to go through a certain experience. One of my biggest fears is that I go to school for this long and I put so much time and effort and money into school and I don't end up using anything that I went to school for. That's one of my biggest fears and I think that's justified. I think it's normal but at the same time me going to school and doing all this stuff, it's taught me so much more. It's not just that I've learned about bio and I've learned about physiology and I've learned about ethics and blah, 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 but I've learned about discipline and I've learned about time management and I've learned about communication skills and presentation skills. I've had to present more times in the past year than I have in 25 years of life. So I've learned all these other skills that I can take on and use in other avenues. And that's something I have to always focus on is that even, I mean, who's to say, maybe I'm going to end up using my PhD for a lot of stuff. Maybe I'm going to end up going to med school. We don't know yet. I'll keep you guys posted. We don't know. But even if I don't, 
I still have gained so much valuable knowledge and so many life skills from those experiences. So even if I don't physically use my degree, I'm still using stuff that I've learned. Honestly, I'm a little unhinged at the moment. So maybe I'm going to quit school and I'm going to take up like tuba playing and I'm going to join a band. Like we don't know. I'm like, I'm all over the place. It's like that TikTok trend that's like, never let them know your next move. (laughs) Like, no one's going to know what I'm doing because I'm very confused by it too. But thank you guys for listening to my rant. Um, I recorded this episode, obviously for you guys, but again, also just for myself. I needed to kind of talk it through and remind myself that it's okay to go through this and it's okay to feel this way. And it's very normal and it's very justified and it's just part of growing up and it's just part of wanting to explore so many different avenues in life and it's a very, very justifiable thing. And if you made it all the way to the end of this episode, just know that I love you and that it's totally fine and that you can always message me and always reach out to me and we can talk about this and it's totally okay. As always, please share this podcast on your guys' stories. I love, love, love seeing you guys listen to the episodes. I love hearing your guys' feedback. Please rate the episode, review it, obviously tell a friend about it. But thank you guys so much for listening, and I will catch you in the next one. Bye! Hey there, my name is Renee Rena and I am the mom friend you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the mom room podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood.